tell us how in the world you're friends with the Arkells. <laughs> that is insane <laughs> wow. to me. I saw them in this, it was literally in the basement of a Chinese food restaurant on College Street. I remember it very well. <laughs> I was like this hidden club in Toronto. And when I moved back here, they had just started touring nationally. And so they would come and stay on my floor. They'd, you know. Oh my gosh. Welcome everyone to this episode of Humans of Amplify. Um, my name is Amy and I'm also with Ange. Hi. <laughs> and today we have a really special guest with us. Um, she books artists for the Arden and she even supports performances and artists on the Arden stage. So please welcome Caitlin North. Hello. Nice to be here. Yeah. How are you today? Great. Thanks. Yeah. Excited to chat with you. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we have some questions for you, so we can just hop straight into it. Um, so, question one: uh, Tell us a bit about yourself. So, like, unlo- unlike lots of the artists that and guests that come on to this podcast, uh, we usually have youth guests, and you are, of course, an adult. <laughs> I am. So, tell us a little bit about your job and like what you do on a day to day basis. Sure. So, um, as you said, my name is Caitlin North, and uh, my official title is professional programming presenter with the city of St. Albert. Fancy. Um, yeah, <laughs> doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but it means a lot to me, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, essentially, it's there you an, go. Me too. Yeah, it's essentially an artistic director or curator. So, um, my role within the cultural services side of uh, our community services department is working to hire artists for the Arden Theatre's professional programming season. Um, I support programming for the Children's Festival. I don't do that solely anymore. I I did for a number of years. Um, And then I support lots of other community events around the city, like the Mayor's Celebration. Um, I've done some work with Amplify in the past. And uh, yeah, just kind of whatever needs to get done and wherever they need some art or some artists, I step in to help and make it happen. Oh, awesome. That's so cool. Perfect description. (laughs) Okay, so I think with Amplify, so one of the big reasons that we asked you to come on was because I think with Amplify, we offer so many opportunities for youth to perform and to get experience on that side of things. But I don't feel like we really talk a lot about behind the scenes and all of those other really interesting jobs that are available to people in this industry. So just to kind of give any people listening a bit of more of an idea, um, how did you really get into this business or this job? Like, what do you ha- do? You have any education? Is there anything specific training that went into it? So yeah, if you just want to tell us a bit about that. Sure. So um, I kind of got into it through, uh, I guess, specific and special circumstances. Okay. My dad. My dad is a music journalist. And, oh, okay. Um, also a. Cool. A producer and um, has worked in media for many, many years and also is, does a similar job to me with another festival in Canada. So mm-hmm. I kind of grew up behind the scenes um, for most of my childhood and just took a really strong, found this love for music really on early on in my life. I was never, I never really wanted to perform though. I never found the desire to want to be on the stage. But I really loved observing the way audiences would connect with an artist. And so early on, I like 13, 14, I started to sort of wonder, how do you do that? Like, how does that become a job? Right. And I didn't really figure it out until um, 
probably as I was just coming out of high school, you know, like most people, it's like, well, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really know. I had lots of interests, but didn't really know. But I kind of knew that this was a, an interesting career option. Right. Um, again, though, mm-hmm. it still took me a couple of years to figure out what that was going to be. So um, I ended up going into the arts and cultural management program at McEwen. Oh, okay. The time was Grant McEwen College and is now McEwen University, but you can, t- you can tell <laughs> it's been a long time since I did it, almost 20 years since I graduated. But um, yeah, it kind of just laid this foundation and gave me an opportunity to kind of form this base understanding of what um, a career in the arts could look like from an administration standpoint. Um, and then as part of that program, and it still exists to this day, you have to do a practicum. Um, and I identified that I wanted to work, um, in music specifically. And at that point I wanted to work for independent record labels and artist management companies. So when I finished that program, I ended up moving to Toronto and, um, that sort of started my career and as this is back in 2003. So Okay. Uh, started, yeah, started with artist management companies and record companies and then have just slowly moved into presenting. But it's been a long journey. I've been out of school now for, um, yeah, 18 years. Okay. And uh, yeah. have been working ever since full time in the arts and it's the best. That is yeah, so awesome. It's the best. That is yeah, like the dream life right there, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <It really> is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not always glamorous, certainly, but. Um, some really amazing opportunities and getting to work with some really cool artists and yeah in so many different uh ways and streams so yeah okay so a lot of amplify artists on the stage they likely don't really know a lot about i guess the behind the scenes and what happens i guess leading up to that performance and, and on your side of things booking and everything so if you want to kind of start at the beginning what is really the process of of finding an artist maybe you want to book and then all the way to reaching out to them and all that. Sure. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it really varies from artist to artist. I will say I work, um, you know, one of the really amazing parts of my job is it is part, part of my job is actually getting to go and see stuff. Mm. So, you know, I Mm. spend um, in non-COVID times in the summers, which is typically when our presenting season is kind of on hold or on hiatus and a break, I pretty much spend every weekend at festivals um, oh, wow. all across Western Canada, uh, mm-hmm. partially because I love it, yeah. <laughs> but also uh, to scope out other new talent and, and to see artists. And um, it's really, that is the best, one of the best parts of my job for sure is getting to go and see all the work that people are uh, creating. And so um, that's where I get a lot of my ideas is by just going from festival to festival every summer and taking it in, sitting on hills and chatting with people. Um, And really, I have very strong and long-term relationships with lots of agents across uh, Canada and around North America. Um, But I work a lot with different agencies who represent these artists and are are responsible for um, building the tours that the artists are going out on. So... When they have an idea that, you know, an artist is going to release a new record or they'll be touring in X number of months, they call me up and say, hey, do you want this show? And we kind of, you know, 
there's a lot of things that play in the art in, in terms of, you know, we obviously um, also are heavily used for lots of rentals and, right. and community production. So it doesn't always work out, but if we can find dates to work, then we um, often go to the negotiation stage which will be reviewing riders and uh, whether that's like what an artist's hospitality requirements are or technical needs are. Um, and there's lots of back and forth with myself, our production team, our front of house team, and then agents to negotiate. Um, I will send a formal offer, which is the um, fee that I'll be paying them for the performance uh, and whatever yep. additional, you know, whether it's hotel rooms or meals etc get added on and then yeah from there once it's confirmed uh starts the whole long journey of getting it through marketing and mm -hmm. uh on sale through t you know our ticket platform and yeah i mean really i don't know that the average person understands how far out in advance we are working to confirm shows often and um, with the Arden specifically, because we have sort of a presenting season every year, we can be working out like 18 months to two years ahead of time to try and confirm shows. Um, not all of them obviously are booked that far ahead of time, but mm -hmm. because we're announcing shows in the fall for the following spring, like I'm working, I'm already booking shows into 2023. Oh my God. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm also booking shows for like September right now because of COVID. So, right. you know, things are a little different now, but um, yeah, it's a long process. And so it's, and it's hard because there's things I'm really excited about that obviously aren't, we can't uh, publicize until way far into the future. So I'm always holding a lot of artistic secrets that, people don't necessarily know about which Ooh. is kind of kind of fun but um yep. yeah it's it's definitely a long process lots of negotiating um which isn't always my favorite part of the job but <laughs> is necessary yeah so it's hard because that, you know for me i think artists should just be paid everything like <laughs> you deserve the world <laughs> but <laughs> um well, doesn't work from a business standpoint. Yeah. Wow. Say so, I would I would like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As the artists here, that would be great. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um most definitely. That's, that's awesome. Okay. Um I guess moving on from that side of things, the actual time leading up right away to uh, artist performance or even the day of are you very much involved I guess in that side of things or is your job I forget the title now <laughs> the very fancy title but the does presenter, yeah. yes is is that most yes is that mostly a I guess just really like a booking prior to the performance standpoint no no, no. Okay. so I'm I also um I core, you know, I, I'm not necessarily doing every little piece in terms yeah. of, you know, setting up the green room and stuff before a show with mm -hmm. the M and M's and whatever, <laughs> you know. Yes, that, that gets requested very often, but they do sometimes. <laughs> um, I it's, we have a, a large team of people that support what I do and support mm -hmm. everything that happens in the theater. But um, on show days, I am the person I introduce almost all of the shows from the stage, so. Um, I do a lot of public speaking in my role, which um, mm -hmm. is 
something I'm really comfortable with now, but I was not when I started right. at the Arden almost almost ten years ago oh now. My gosh. So um, I've been doing I've been with the city now for nearly ten years. So it's been you know lo- a long time to um, wow. you know kind of figure out what works best for everybody. But um, and you know one of the things as sort of a public face for the theater. Uh, and as you know, a lot of our regulars know that I'm the person who's programming. So they um, like the opportunities to tell me what they like and what they don't. Mm. Um, but I get to chat with everybody before and after shows. And I love that. Like there's just, that is really one of my favorite parts of my job is getting to watch the audiences and getting to mm-hmm. see uh, their reactions at the end of the show. Yeah. And, you know, that excitement as they leave going, knowing that, you know, I contributed to this memory that they're going to yeah. carry with them for a long time is yeah, of course. pretty special. My gosh, this just sounds amazing. This wow. is like your job includes <laughs> all of the parts I love best about, you know, like this community, the arts and, and all the events and everything. Oh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. It is. um <laughs> Yeah, it is like, I think a lot of people don't really realize it's a job. Mm. Um, And so, but there, there are a lot of these jobs available. Like, I mean, there's, think of all the theaters out there that are presenting work across Canada. Yeah. There's at least one person at pretty much every theater who does what I do in some capacity. So, yeah, um, there's definitely a career. Yeah, and like I, I think I said this like three times already, but I think so many young artists they just see like working in the arts as having to be like a performer and having to be on stage. But there's it's so important to to I think talk about the type of stuff that you guys do and and show them that you can still be part of this community and do all of these really cool things behind the scenes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and well, and I think one of the things, um, yeah, there's there's just so many more people beyond me that are part of our organization um that i want to recognize because they you know i couldn't do what i do without like our entire technical team who are just incredible um you know they make all Mm -hmm. the artists sound great and look great on the stage and then we've got all of our marketing team who are integral to spreading the word and um whether it's like curation and which is what i do or helping to promote stuff there are so many jobs behind the scenes in the arts that help to support artists and arts organizations that, you know, are are begging for young minds. So, right, pursue yeah. it if you're into right. it. Yeah. Pursue it. Okay, so yeah, now that we know more about the process and day to day events uh, for you, do you have a unique or memorable experience of booking an artist? And of course, you don't have to name names if you don't want to. But do you have a interesting story for us? Oh well, let's see. Not to expose any artists here, <laughs> but no. I mean, it's <laughs> funny because I started my career not in programming, but you know, supporting artists from their management side, and then as the labels, and then have moved into presenting. But I would say memorable presenting nights. Um, you know, it's funny. I so. For me, the shows that are most memorable are probably the ones that are like have the lowest attendance, which is funny. (laughs) Um, But I'm a big fan of um, 
I love instrumental music from all across the world. Like I just love uh, getting to learn about other cultures through their music and their art. Oh yeah. And um, I love multidisciplinary work as well. So like you know if it's dance or cirque performances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, my favorites in the last few years, we had uh, a show, a couple of, it was on Halloween of 2019. Um, and it was <laughs> the, the Paco de Lucia project from Spain. Um, oh, wow. And Paco de Lucia was this amazing uh, flamenco guitarist who passed away a number of years ago. But this, oh, wow. this group that, it, you know, he's Grammy award winning, uh, sort of considered one of the best in the world that of of his um what he did and so his uh yep. members of his original touring band came back together to perform his music and they also brought world-class flamenco dancers with them that were just oh my stunningly gosh. beautiful and i Whoa. i actually <laughs> cried a couple of times watching them in the audience like it was just it was so beautiful um yep. and just like the quality and the musicianship and just the artistry was amazing. Uh, so that was really special. Um, I was, I really loved um, Daka Braka, which is another kind of like, they're like a punk rock Ukrainian trio from Ukraine. Oh my gosh. Nice. <laughs> um, but they play a lot of uh, traditional Ukrainian folk music with like a real punk rock kind of, political edge and they were super cool um mm -hmm. and you know being in alberta where there's such an enormous ukrainian population that was pretty yeah pretty neat to see that community come together and come out um oh there's so many i mean like in the 10 <laughs> years i've been at the art and it's hundreds of shows at this point so it's hard to yeah. it's hard sometimes to remember them all but the whalers yeah. Bob Marley's band, The Whalers. Oh, that was really, yes. that was like a oh, yeah. super party. That was super fun. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, on that note, can you possibly tell us how in the world you're friends with the Arkells? <laughs> that is insane well, to me. Well, so. And like friends with them for like over 15 years. <laughs> well, and I will say, I haven't seen them in a long time. Like, I, we, the last time I crossed paths with them was probably like eight years ago now, I'd say okay. maybe not quite that long. It's been a while since we've mm -hmm. seen each other, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I met those guys in like 2005 or six. They weren't even the Arkells yet. They were called Charlemagne at the time. So this oh, was yeah, before, okay. before they became the Arkells. And, uh, I was working for an, um, artist management company in Toronto at the time. Um, and this uh, another musician and sort of like I was working with the band called the Trues, who you probably have heard of. And so um, of course, yeah. some of the fans of the Trues I'd gotten to know and occasionally they'd hear other bands and be like, hey, you should check these guys out. So um, this guy named Aaron Goldstein, who's now like a, a really accomplished producer and great side man for lots of artists mm -hmm. like Kathleen Edwards. He was he was like, hey, you got to come see this band Charlemagne. And so um, I went out, saw them in this. It was literally in the basement of a Chinese food restaurant on College Street. I remember it very well. <laughs> I was like this hidden club in Toronto. And um, 
they were just awesome. And I, at that point I was like, whoa, these guys are great. Um, so I would, I started offering them gigs to open up for the trues. Uh, I worked for a band called, or work, worked with a band called Two Hours Traffic. Uh, they would open for them, a couple of other of our clients. And um, yeah, I just, you know, kind of got to know them at that point. Um, and when they started, uh, eventually, soon after I moved back to Edmonton, I grew up here in in Edmonton. Um, and when I moved back here, they had just started touring nationally. And so they would come and stay on my floor. They'd, you know. Oh, my gosh. Just kind of. It was the pit stop. So, yeah, I did, you know, many years ago, I, I knew them um, pretty well. I don't, I mean, it's been a long time since we've run into each other, but we're still Facebook friends, you know. <laughs> wow. That is insane. <laughs> Knew them from the beginning, yeah. from the basement of a Chinese food restaurant. My well, they, gosh. And they were, I think they were all still students at the time. Like Max was going, I think he was at McMaster still. Like there was, wow. they were all still going to university at that point. So I know a lot of them have, you know, some of them are married, some of them yeah. have kids, like everybody's, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've all moved on to different life stages now. Right. Life goes on. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're wrapping up soon with the questions, but lastly, do you just have any upcoming events or performances booked at the Art Inn that you want to let everyone listening know about? I know that you said you can't really plug anything. You have all of these secrets, but... Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> yes. there's, a, lot, there's a lot in terms of what's coming that I can't really announce yet, um, mm -hmm. but we'll be announcing probably in early September. But we are, we've just launched a new outdoor uh, plaza series at the Art Inn on Thursday right. night which just kicked off two weeks ago so that's every thursday seven o'clock and actually one of the things that i really have been working on and working with kathleen bell on is um bringing some of the amplify artists to help open some of the shows so uh, we had amanda penner open the other night for scott cook um Kaylin coalition is opening for martin kerr this week and there's a few more peppered throughout the rest of the series so yeah, I'm excited to um, be able to start showcasing more of the amazing talent that's coming out of the Amplify program and, um, yeah, just kind of help fly that flag a little bit because, you know, more people need to know about all the great work you guys and everybody else is doing to <laughs> develop arts in the community. Yeah. I'm not sure what the date is, but I also think that on during that Plaza series, there's an open mic night, maybe? Oh, yeah. At some point. Thank you. Yes. September yeah. 23rd. Yeah. So September 23rd. Be, there you go. Yeah. We'll be um, opening registration for that for anyone who's interested in performing on, I think, September 1st, which is a Wednesday. So we are, okay. I think the intention is to uh, prioritize St. Albert residents first. Okay. But depending on demand, we'll open it up as much as we can. Yeah, awesome. And um, might be Rhea. Andrea Shipka's gonna. Yes, she's the feature performer that night. Yeah. So. Yay. One of the yeah. ultimate Amplify so alumni, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, and if you wanna, if you wanna come out and just watch, it's pay what you can. So. Um, yeah. Don't let money be the barrier. We just want to have you there. So. Awesome. Well, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, well, that 
is all we have for questions. Thank you so much for coming on today, Caitlin. This oh, was awesome. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's really nice to chat with you. You yeah, have the most interesting life. So cool I to am, hear about everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, I will say if you, if anyone does, um, well, whether they're, you know, in at McEwen's Arts and Cultural Management Program or, or just genuinely interested and want to sort of like learn more, I love chatting with people. So people are welcome to um, send me an email, give me a call, meet me for a coffee, whatever, you know. Um, yeah. And we've I've also worked with lots of um, interns over the last number of years. So people have come in and done work placements with us for, you know, 10 or so weeks just to sort of build some mm. um, skills and learn a little bit more. Happy to do that, too. So awesome if you're interested awesome yeah Perfect. do that so, okay thank yeah, you so much great. thanks so much have a awesome day yes you too that is it for this week's podcast thank you to everyone for listening if you would like to know more about amplify you can check out our website at www.amplifyfestival.ca or our instagram at amplify st albert we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up and make sure to keep up with our podcast we have a new episode coming out every wednesday on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks